Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, everybody. I just realized that I don't have this um, on public so I'm going to change that right now hang on one sec please all right here we go All right, that should do it. We should now be live. Um, I'm going to just quickly try and find the press conference. Sorry, I didn't do a set reminder. Um, things have been pretty hectic in here this morning, so we're going to get there. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. I'm going to try and find the press conference. Welcome. I might not be able to stay on too long this morning, but at least we are getting what we need to get here for the for the news. Um, I did see something this morning on East Idaho News. Um, and I'm just getting acquainted with that. And then does anybody have the link? to East, I know it's on East Idaho News, so we're just waiting. I know, it's been a little bit of a crazy morning. And uh, Mr. Lind is actually doing a CPR course too right now, so I, I know I'm trying to get on there. Um, I'm so flustered, I can't, I can't find it.
Okay, sorry, I'm um, just trying to find it, you guys. I saw there's two counts this morning just now before I hopped on here. And so I'm gonna read those as well, but um, I can't see anything live right now. I've, I, I can't find anything. If anybody would love to give me a link, that would be so appreciated. Oh, Nate Eaton's on Facebook. I, well, I'm on East Idaho News and I don't see anything. That's the problem. I'm trying to really, I'm trying to find it. Everybody's saying it's on and I can't find it. KTV. Oh, thank good. Okay, it's still delayed. Okay, that's great. Whew. Welcome you guys in here. It's been a little flustered this morning and last night, so uh, please bear with me. I appreciate it. Um, I did read on east idaho news this morning there's chart chad got charged with two um two things so i mean we already know what's gonna what it's gonna look like but let's just see here okay thank you for being patient okay here's nate eaton courthouse where Chad Daybell will have his first court appearance here at 11 o'clock about eight minutes from now we will stream it live at eastidahonews.com if you're interested in watching but I wanted to kind of give you a, a behind the scenes look at what's happening here um, this is a home right across the street how are you can you, you guys hear that tell me what you've done here Okay, so some and of these... this says justice for JJ and Tylee. Yes. And then would you read this to me? Yes. So this poster was a given, and then I was trying okay, to think of something that kind of encompassed how I was feeling. And this quote came to mind. It says, "Parents have a sacred duty to rear their children in love and righteousness, to provide for their physical." Sorry, guys. Okay, here we go. And to teach them love and to serve one another. Okay, so and that's from Proclamation. This is just, okay, this is a little bit of stuff beforehand. Um, do you guys want me to read out? I'm going to read this out before it goes on to the actual court um, because this is what's kind of got me a little bit rattled. And you're right across the street from the courthouse. So he's talking sure to some people. This case for months. He's talking to people outside the courthouse. But what I want to read you is this. Um from Nate Eaton. It said, 
Chad Daybell has been officially charged with two felony counts of concealment or destruction of evidence according to a criminal complaint obtained by EastIdahoNews.com on Wednesday morning. Daybell was arrested Tuesday after authorities excavated a section of his Salem property and discovered human remains. Rexburg Police Assistant Chief Gary Hagan confirmed that two sets of remains were found on the Daybell home during their search. Authorities are continuing to investigate the property Wednesday. The first felony count in the, in the criminal complaint alleges Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 8th and June 9th, 2020. The second count says Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 22nd, 2019 and June 9th, 2020. The two September dates correspond with the last time eight-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow and 17-year-old Tylee Ryan were seen. Neither set of remains have been identified as either J.J. or Tylee on here. It's starting? Okay. Thank you. morning or near the house describe the scene compared to yesterday so again they have i don't see it thank you for being patient you guys okay here we go All right, we're going to call up the case. One moment. Record. Good morning here. Fremont County, Idaho. <clears throat> this is uh, the case of CR 2020-755, State of Idaho versus... Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Chad Guy Daybell. Chad this matter Guy. is being held at the Fremont County courtroom via Zoom remotely. Mr. Daybell, the defendant, appears with his counsel, Mr. Pryor, uh, at the... Uh, the jail here in Fremont County. 
Mr. Wood appears remotely from his office. There is uh, the clerk here, there's a court reporter, and there is some IT support that is also on the line. This is the date and time set for an initial appearance. Um, the reason we're holding this hearing remotely via Zoom is due to a order that's been issued by the Supreme Court. In that order, it designates that so whenever plausible, hearings are to be held remotely in order to uh, effectuate safety of society and effectuate safety of all employees. I'll give you guys a link too. In pro future proceedings, it will be an issue that's addressed case by case and hearing by hearing. That order is dated uh, April 22nd, 2020 and has been, has been issued by the Idaho Sir is doing a little Court. bit of talking about why it's on. Uh, I can't do a split screen on my on my phone, unfortunately. Soon I will be. I'm so sorry, Mr. but I Daybell, appreciate you guys being on with me. Uh, do you read, speak, and understand the English language? Yes. Mr. Daybell, can you hear me okay today? Yes. Mr. Daybell, it appears that you have hired private counsel, Mr. John Pryor, is that correct? Yes. And you'd uh, like to retain him, Mr. Pryor, has there been a, a formal notice of appearance that has been entered? Judge, uh, I will get that filed uh, within a short period of time. All right, but uh, Mr. Daybell, Mr. Pryor is your attorney for this hearing, is that correct? Thank you guys for being here. Yes. Mr. Uh, Daybell, have you seen a notification of rights form that uh, was provided to your counsel prior to the hearing here today? Yes. Do you understand all of your legal rights? He's just yes. talking about the legal rights right Mr. now. Daybell, uh, if he can understand and read English. To the rights that were contained in that notification of rights form that was given to you, I'm going to advise you of additional rights under Idaho Criminal Rule 5. Number one, you have the right to uh, be at the initial appearance or appear via Zoom remotely like you are today. Uh, you don't need to make any statements today. You have the right to know what charges are being brought against you. you They're going the right to read bail. Is... You have the right to counsel. Um, and you have all of the other rights that have been presented to you. Thank you for being here, you guys. Do you have any questions about your rights, Mr. David? Just reading him saying he has. I didn't hear your answer. No. He does you not. You understand your legal rights. Is that correct? I do. Is he smiling Mr. in there? Daybell, did you receive a copy of the warrant of arrest as well as the criminal complaint that has been filed here in Fremont County in this case? Yes. Mr. Daybell, have you had a chance to review that criminal complaint as well as the arrest warrant with your counsel? Yes. Oh, he's read the criminal Mr. complaint Pryor, right now. I can read the criminal complaint it's in, in its entirety or I can summarize it for you. We'll judge, judge will waive actually formal reading of the uh, complaint at this time. And I've discussed that matter with Mr. Daybell and we're, we're ready to proceed forward without a, uh, uh, either a summary or a formal reading at this point. Hate when they do right. that. The court is going read to it out. Briefly uh, what, the, what the charges are. Uh, so that that's on the record. And then we'll address the other issues we need to address. Uh, let me get one more thing out of the way, Mr. <laughs> prior uh ultimately the supreme court order has ordered these hearings be held remotely but it's my understanding your client is willing to waive his right to be here in in court in person is that correct it is your honor thank you okay mr daybell is that also correct yes 
With regards to the criminal complaint, it was filed dated June 10th, 2020. There are two counts in the criminal complaint. The first count is destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence, a felony, a violation of Idaho Code 18-2603. The maximum punishment for that charge is up to five years in the state penitentiary. Five years. And or up to a $10,000 fine. Five years or $10,000 fine. The allegation is that the defendant, Chad Guy Daybell, on or between the 22nd day of September 2019 and the 9th day of June 2020, in the county of Fremont, state of Idaho, did willfully conceal and or aid and abet another to willfully conceal human remains, knowing that said human remains were about to be produced and used and or discovered as evidence in a felony proceeding. Inquiry and or investigation authorized by law with the intent to prevent it from being so produced, used, and or discovered. And that's all I have. Is yours still going? Okay. So basically it was what we read, uh, what I read right prior to this. Um, I read it out loud and, uh, oh, let's see. Maybe it just Inquiry glitched. And or investigation authorized by law with the intent to prevent, to prevent it from being so produced, used, and or discovered. Mr. Daybell, do you understand the allegations on both counts that have been brought against you? I do. Mr. Daybell, do you also understand the maximum penalties on each of those counts? Yes. Mr. Daybell, do you understand that those maximum penalties could run consecutively, one after the other, or they could run concurrently? Do you understand that? Yes. All right. We've gone through the uh, the criminal complaint. We've gone through each count. I've advised so, the defendant of his right. Um, we've gone through that. Of form. course, the charges can change. Let's Absolutely. That's what they the have them on right now. Uh, Let's hope Mr. those get upgraded. Wood, that next hearing would be a preliminary hearing or a probable cause hearing. The defendant has a right to have that within 14 days if he's incarcerated. It's my understanding that... Uh, preliminary upon, hearing? Uh, previous conversations that there'll be a waiver of that speedy preliminary hearing. We'll waive uh, the time. Um, it's hard to Mr. hear this. Um, correct as far as you just joined Chad Daybell's in yes, court right now. That, Your Honor. Mr. Pryor, uh, the court's going to grant that waiver and acknowledge that it's knowingly and voluntarily made, uh, but I will need a written waiver of speedy preliminary hearing uh, so that that can be in the file uh, for the record. Do you understand? Yes, Your Honor. I'll do that. Thank you. All right. With regards to a preliminary hearing, let's okay. first talk about the logistics of that. Mr. Wood, how long do you foresee it taking to accomplish a preliminary hearing in the future? Uh, no longer than a day. Okay, one day, Mr. Pryor, do you concur with that? 
Judge, so, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage, but I, I, for, for practical purposes, I think a day would be appropriate. All right, we'll set this for one day. Uh, Mr. Warren, Mr. Pryor, do you have a day? timeline that you'd like to look at as far as scheduling that today? Judge, my preference would be within uh, four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. Uh, that's fine. Um, we do have a preliminary hearing on July 9th. And 10th. Yeah, it is the same judge, Judge Eddins from before. The Lori Vallow case. And so I, if, if we are going to push it out that far, I'd ask that this prelim be at least the week of the uh, July 16th. Unfortunately, uh, I'm going to be out of town the week of, uh, of July 16th. Um, so they're just doing the date. Uh, You're just joining me. Chad Daybell is uh, so if, in if court. If we need to have it in July, it probably needs to be towards the beginning of July or into June. Otherwise, it's going to have to be the last week of July. Mr. Pryor, does that work with your schedule? Judge, the, the latter part of June and the first week of July, uh, the first and the second of July would be... Uh, the ideal for me if that's available to the court and to Mr. Wood. We can make that work. First and second right. of July. Let's look at dates then. I'm looking at the calendar. Chad uh, was probably hoping for after 22nd second of July. Place. Monday is the 29th, and then Tuesday is the 30th, and then uh, Wednesday is July 1st, Thursday, July 2nd. Which of those days do both of you prefer? I think the second would be best for the state. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It falls on a Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So I would like to see if we could do the first. And if necessary, oh we can have the second available. In the event They're just trying to months. figure out the date right now for the hearing. Okay, so uh, the second is a Thursday, Mr. Pryor. But um, I appreciate that you uh, would like to have extra time if it does go over. So if we uh, if we set it for the first, Mr. Wood, can we do that? And then if it spills over into the second, we'll make sure that date's available. That'd be fine. Okay. We'll set that then July 1st and July 2nd. July 1st and 2nd. The probable cause hearing. The probable cause uh, hearing. Lastly, uh, the court has issued the arrest warrant. The court... Uh, designated that it would address bond and or bail at the hearing set today and so i'd like to hear argument from both parties regarding bail uh, this so should be interesting the they're going to talk first, about bail and then I'll hear thank you your honor that the state is requesting the bail be set at one million dollars uh, while we recognize that uh, felony concealing of evidence only has a maximum sentence uh, sentence five years per charge. I think the uh, the background and context of this case uh, necessitates a higher. You guys bail. hear that? Okay. Um, uh, one of the the primary reasons we are asking that bail be set in that amount is that the evidence that has been concealed in this case it's, it's not simply a document, drugs, a gun. Uh, these are are human remains, um, and we can although those remains have not yet been positively identified, 
Uh, we are aware that those remains are the remains of children, which we believe is an aggravating factor. Uh, we, uh, we have asked that the probable cause affidavit be sealed, but I would ask the court to take note of paragraphs 39 and 40 and the manner of the concealment of, of one of those bodies. The manner of concealment. Particularly egregious, both an aggravating factor and bears on, uh, on character as rule 40, as, um, as, the, as rule 46 allows us to look at. Um, Your Honor, we, again, we, we understand that the, the possible sentence on this case is not that long. Uh, but knowing knowing what the subject matter is, we, we find it extremely serious. Um, and, and we would also note that, that because of what has been found on Mr. Daybell's property, uh, should he bail out, he has strong incentive to flee. Um, yeah, you think is he's getting now an investigation into the deaths of um, he always children. flees. Uh, who are found on his property, and so that provides a strong incentive to flee, and we would ask that uh, the bell reflect that. Uh, whatever the court sets as bell, we would ask that the uh, conditions be set that should he uh, bond out, that he be required to wear an ankle monitor. Ankle monitor he's requesting? He his movement be restricted to Madison and Fremont counties. And restricted to Madison and Fremont counties. Thank you, Mr. Wood. Mr. Pryor, I'll, I'll hear from you next. And judge, for uh, just for purposes of the record, uh, my understanding is the court's allowing us to uh, address this issue of bond, but that in no way limits us in the future to uh, to, to file a further motion for bond if, that, if that's necessary. Oh, like the three uh, times Lori keeps asking for bond? As well as not, judge. Let, let me make that clear for the record. Because of the, uh, the nature of, of timing and such, Generally speaking, the court sets a bail based upon a, a probable cause affidavit. And then if a motion needs to be filed after, it can be filed. I did not set a bail because, uh, frankly, uh, it was timing. And so, correct, Mr. Pryor, I'm going to give you complete ability to file a uh, renewed motion or a first motion to deal with bail, um, I guess, de novo is, is how you could look at that. And so uh, I'm going to set bail today. Uh, when you file your motion, the court will definitely give uh, you a hearing for that and we'll take it and, and make a decision based upon that. Thank you, Your Honor. But uh, in, in regards to argument, Your Honor, I would point out that uh, the charges are, as Ms. Ward pointed out, carry a maximum of five years. Mr. Daybell is not charged with anything more serious. Yet. And quite honestly, for the prosecuting attorney to assume that uh, in the future he may or may not do that and that we should increase the bail with the idea that in the future there may be something else coming down the pipe is just clearly contrary to what the purpose of bail is. Bail is to assure that Mr. Daybell shows up to court. Bail is to assure that he's not a flight risk. And there's nothing in, as far as I'm concerned in his history that indicates that he's going to flee the jurisdiction. Ah. I would refer the court to the affidavit on number 26, and it talks about the last time that they saw the kids. Oh, tell me, when's uh, the last time Mr. that is? Wood's intention is to pursue uh, further charges. My belief is that he would have pursued those. And quite honestly, uh, at this point, the court needs to take consideration of what the current charges are and whether or not Mr. Daybell will show up to court. Mr. Daybell has taken the initiative to hire private counsel. He has shown up to uh, the proceeding today. Obviously, he's in custody. But judge, 
when the police showed up at his house last night, Mr. Daybell didn't flee. Mr. Daybell didn't abscond. Mr. Daybell didn't run. Mr. Daybell's intention was, through his counsel, to, to turn himself into the court if that was something that was going to happen and, and address these issues. He has every intention of addressing these issues. He has significant family in the community. He has kids that live here. He owns property here. And quite honestly, I disagree with Mr. Wood. Mr. Daybell has every intention of staying in the community and every motivation to stay in the community and address these charges. So at this point, Judge, I would ask the court to put the bail at an amount that's appropriate for a five-year felony sentence. I understand that there's been a significant amount of publicity with this, but publicity is not a reason to raise the bail to an extraordinary amount. And I would suggest that Mr. Wood's suggestion that a $1 million bail is okay, it's not okay, Judge. A $1 million bail is not okay for a felony sentence. And if, if in the future, Mr. Wood decides to pursue other charges, I'm sure we'll address this again. But at this point, Your Honor, I think it's important for the court to set a bail at an appropriate amount based on the two felony five-year sentences. I would ask the court for $50,000 on each count for a total of $100,000. Thank you, Mr. Pryor. The court has listened carefully to the argument of both parties. The court uh, has reviewed Idaho Criminal Rule 46, specifically the factors contained in Idaho Criminal Rule 46 under Let's see what it subsection is. C. There are uh, 10 different factors that the court has looked at. The court has also looked carefully at uh, Idaho Code 192904 and the factors that are designed therein. In looking at the factors in 192904, there are four specifically that the uh, legislators have set forth. Number one, uh, ensuring the appearance of the defendant. Number two, ensuring the integrity of the court process, including the right of the defendant to bail as constitutionally provided. Ensuring the protection of victims and witnesses. And number four, ensuring public safety. The court is cognizant that there is an absolute constitutional right to bail provided in both the Idaho Constitution and the U.S. Constitution. Um, the court has taken all of those factors into account and based upon those factors and uh, the charge, the court is going to set bail in the amount of $1 million. The court notes that the charge is destruction, alteration, and concealment of evidence. One million. The criminal complaint. I've taken all those factors into account. Specifically, the factor in Rule 46C, subsection 6, uh, which designates I'm um, to take into account the nature of the current charge and any mitigating or aggravating factors that may bear on the likelihood of conviction and the possible penalty. The underlying charge here is destruction, alteration, and concealment of evidence. And the allegation is that the evidence was human remains of two different people. That's, that's an aggravating factor and the court has taken that into account. Uh, if bail is posted, Mr. Pryor, I'm also going to make conditions of bail. Those conditions, conditions will be as follows. Number one, I'm going to order that uh, a waiver of extradition be provided to the Fremont County Office of the Sheriff. 
the prosecutor must approve the waiver of extradition waiver by his extradition. signature on the waiver of extradition. A copy of that waiver must be filed with the court. Number two, I'm going to uh, order that the defendant shall reside within the boundaries of Bonneville, Jefferson, Madison, and Fremont counties in the state of Idaho. Uh, the defendant shall not leave these counties for any reason. Number three, uh, the defendant shall provide the court with his current address and shall not change his address without notifying the court. Number four, the defendant shall keep in regular contact with his attorney. Number five, the defendant shall appear for all court appearances. Number six, the defendant shall obey all laws of the state of Idaho and the United States of America. Yeah. Number seven, the defendant will sign up for pretrial services and check in with pretrial services here in Fremont County on a weekly basis as directed. The defendant shall have absolutely no contact with the victim's families and or any of the state's witnesses in this case. Contact shall include, but be not limited to verbal contact, written contact, visual contact, visual. text messaging contact, email or internet contact, and or telephonic contact. Wow. Such contact shall also include contact through third parties. Number nine, the defendant must wear an ankle monitor 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He must have the ankle monitor in place before he is released from the Got a lot of conditions jail. here. Any violations of the, ge of the geographical limitation imposed herein must be reported immediately to the Fremont County Sheriff's Office and the court. If the, de uh, the defendant is notified that under the order to wear the ankle monitor, intentionally leaving the area of restriction, except for the purpose of obtaining emergency medical care, may be prosecuted as a crime of escape and subject to defendant, subject the defendant to penalties under Idaho code. If the defendant fails to comply with all of these terms, the court may, pursuant to Idaho criminal rule 46I and Idaho code section 29-2919, revoke the defendant's release and eligibility for posting a bail. Mr. Daybell, Mr. Pryor, uh, do both of you understand what bail has been set at, as well as any conditions that must be met in order for that bail to be set. Yes, Your Honor. Yes. Mr. Wood, any questions? No, thank you, Your Honor. All right, we will uh, we'll be in recess for today, uh, pending that uh, preliminary hearing. Uh, there will be a few things. Um, and uh, we're gonna go off the record for now and uh i'll see everybody back here at the beginning of july council uh will have to communicate regularly both with the court and um with with each other about how this hearing is going to be held whether it's going to be held remotely or whether uh it's going to be held in person mr wood or mr Pryor, do either of you wish to address that issue today not today judge no, and, and I can, Mr. Pryor and I can visit and talk about that and, and see if we can come to an arrangement before we address that issue with the court. All right, I, uh, I will just state for the record uh, that uh, the court will need to make findings uh, if we're going to do it live in person. Um, and uh, we'll address that at a future hearing on whether or not that's going to take place. Um, with that, we'll be in recess. Thanks everybody for appearing. All right, so that's that on the hearing. Um,
as you heard or know, the prosecutor was requesting $1 million in, in bond. And of course, the defense attorney said 50000 each. And it ended up being a million with nine conditions. So um, I have waiver of extradition um, that he be uh, restricted to Bonneville, Jefferson, Fremont County. I missed the other one. Um, that he has regular contact with his attorney, that he has to appear in all court appearances, uh, obey all laws. I think he missed that one before. Uh, pre-trial, pre-trial services, weekly services. Um, what else do I have here? No contact with the victim's family or witnesses. That includes verbal, visual, text, email, phone. He must wear an ankle monitor as well. Now, I want to read you something that just came out and we kind of already have been suspecting and we've heard a few things, but I just want want to say on here that Justin Lum says, grandmother of JJ Vallow confirms one set of human remains found on Chad Daybell's property identified as JJ Vallow. And um, so that, that we have as a confirmation. Um, now, with Chad's char- uh, charges, right? When we go back to his charges that were written earlier um, that I read, let me just get there. Um, the first charge is uh, the first felony count in the criminal complaint alleges Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 8th and June 9th, 2020. So obviously that's the times that um that jj went missing from or sorry i'm sorry tylee went missing from september 8th and the second count is um that he hid altered or destroyed human remains on his property between september 22nd and june 9th which is when jj was gone the weird thing and this is just me um noticing the date because JJ was in school on September 23rd that we know. So I'm curious why they said September 22nd um, to June 9th. And they have Tylee's, uh, well, the dates that Tylee went missing from September 8th. So that's my only question on that. Now, if you're just joining me, Chad was in jail. He has $1 million um, bail set with nine conditions. The hearing will be um for probable cause will be on july 1st and july 2nd um k woodcock jj's grandma confirmed that it was jj and i'll give you that so you guys can take a peek for yourself because you probably want to see that just to uh um you know from what i'm saying They did say children on that um, one section too, didn't they? So with the charges and that, so. One thing um, I will say, and we, we haven't seen, uh, I mean, they said the kids, JJ's grandma said um, that it's true, which I stayed up quite a bit last night and, and talked about this with Mr. Linda. And we talked about JJ 
and we talked about Tylee, and we talked about the family. And um, it's, it's obviously heartbreaking. And if we're feeling this, imagine, imagine what their, their family's feeling. And um, I was quite angry last night, angry and, and upset, because it comes down to this. JJ could have been with his grandparents. They would have happily taken him. Happily. And I think of uh, Larry and Kay and uh, like Larry just, I mean, he just lits, lights up whenever he talks about JJ. And um, so I was quite mad because I thought, you know what? I mean, the grandparents would have happily taken them. Both of them, they even opened their arms to Tylee. Now, I haven't seen anything officially confirmed about Tylee. Um, except they call them the kids in a couple of things, right? So, um, but even then she was already graduated. Um, she could have went and lived her life. Like why, why you need to go do that? And, um, I, I don't know. Um, I said before that, you know, Lori had a little hissy fit and that's why she just likes to stick it to everybody. And, uh, but I mean, what did, what did they do? What did the kids do? And I do wonder, there's something that the, the, that, uh, the prosecutor said, Rob Wood, there's something that he said in there, didn't it? He said, um, let me back up. The manner of concealment on one of them. I just, the other thing, the other thing is, why is he going to his house? Like, I, uh, they didn't know before. I mean, uh, were, the, were they moved there? Again, like I don't. Yes, I did read the concealment. Um, the concealment, but he said the manner of the of concealment on one of them. Um, and he, he referred to the affidavit of 39 and 40. So I guess once we get that, we'll, we'll know. Um, but I'm, I'm so disgusted. I'm so disgusted. I'm so, like... And, I mean, look out with Colby, and rightly so. Do what you need to do. I'm not looking. Um, yeah, um, the link for uh, JJ from, yeah, it's from Justin Lum on his Twitter page. And I will, I will put that right here for you, right there. So if you go, hopefully you can see that. Yes, Nikki, thank you. I just posted it. I'll post it again. 
right there for you. Hopefully you guys get that. Should be that right there. And if you look on there, you will see um you will see that. And that once we hear this um these news, you start to like you start to think back, right? And like are they if if, the, if they were on his property the whole time, then ha that means that they were there before Tammy died. But we don't know. We don't know yet what happened. The only thing I can say is these charges certainly need to be upgraded. But that's what they have for now. And... He's facing five years on each count. So I'm sure they have to figure a bunch of stuff out and they can always upgrade. They can always keep charging more. I mean, look at Lori. So, um... Yeah, five years. I think, I honestly, I think that'll, I think this will change. I think it'll change. But, you know, that's the thing. That's exactly it. Kristen says this, and, and this is it. After all this is happening, and you're going to Hawaii playing that bloody ukulele and, and looking so free. Really? I'm just, I, I can't even, I have no words right now. As for the other, yeah, um, some people are saying other people need to be investigated as well. I'm still going to come out with my videos. I'm going to still show what I see. So I'm not stopping. And, you know, Larry and Kay are sitting there like, why? We offered to take them. We would have taken him. Kylie was an adult pretty much. Well, she she would be 18 in September. But still, she graduated. And I mean, wh what are you guys doing? What are you doing? And then, then you just see her smiling away. Like nothing, no problem. Got your Kool-Aid lipstick and you're all good to go now. If you're just joining in, welcome. I'm on a little bit of a rant. Um, Chad Daybell was in uh, was in court this morning. Thank you, Jesse. Um, she wasn't. He was in court this morning, and he has two charges against him. And it is first felony is. Uh, in the criminal complaint alleges Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 8th and June, sorry, September 8th, 2019 and June 9th, 2020. The second count says Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 22nd, 2019 and June 9th, 
2020. Those two dates correspond with the dates that Tylee and JJ went missing. Tess says, Linda, thank you for streaming live during this extraordinarily difficult day. We appreciate having a place to discuss, be angry, and mourn together. Your heart is beautiful. Love to you all. Love you guys. Um, thank you for joining me and being here. It is not easy to hear this. And then whenever I feel that and think that, man, this is not easy. Imagine how his family feels. And this is what, where it gets me to. Colby, okay, has had, he had the family of his mom, his, his dad, stepdad, still his dad, his brother and his sister. And now what does he have? JJ has been confirmed by Kay Woodcock that JJ has been identified. Thank you, DCL guy. Thank you. So... Um, yeah, Chi-Chi says, did you notice the prosecutor subtly mentioned that one of the children may not have been in one piece? I heard him say, I didn't hear that. I heard him say the manner of concealment. I did hear that last night too with the mayor, the mayor, um, did say the kids. Uh, the pre yeah, I'll get me give you guys the uh, link to that. Let me find it here. Okay. There. Here you go. If you guys wanted to see that here, that uh, from this morning, I'll give it a couple times because it'll probably it'll probably fly by for you. Shelby asks, "Did they have Alex do it because kids went dark?" I don't know. Alex did, um, Alex did Charles and he was, took a shot at Brandon. So could be, but I'm sure they're going to use him as a scapegoat anyway. Cora B says, Lori's mom said she was a good mom and couldn't harm the kids. Wonder what she says now. No good mom would do this. Yeah. I think there's some delusional, um, I think it's a case of mom doesn't want to believe their kid would do that and she said that about alex too sarah adams says chad and saint is satan so sick yeah what what's his rating now right and thank you both for your super chat thank you um i 
and it's true though, a lot of people, though, a lot of people, you guys, have said that Lori was a fun mom. She was caring up until 2018. Up until 2018. And Danielle, you make a really good point. At least the families have the bodies of the kids and they can give them what they deserve, a proper funeral and burial. There is... It's like, it's, it's bittersweet, obviously. It's, I can't even say bittersweet. It's like heartbroken in one and a sense of a little bit relief because you have an answer, but it's not the good answer, right? Yeah, a lot of people, everybody here is saying, I wonder what Denise has to say. Well, you're going to see that video tomorrow about, about Melanie versus Melanie. Hopefully by tomorrow. It's been a couple days, right? Yes, and that may, you make another good point too. Colby does have his wife and little baby. And thank God they weren't part of their plan. Sarah says, my heart breaks for Kay and Larry. Absolutely. Um, I'm sending all the love to them and Colby and his family and those who um, are affected. Algo one says scapegoating it on Alex would do nothing. He would have to have it done on his own, and we know that's not the case. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to come up with all kinds of things. Um, yeah, wonder how Ian's sleeping now. D Alex died on December twelfth, two thousand nineteen. And in one sense now, um, there's a tiny bit of closure. But a whole other can opened up, you know what I mean? I wonder who else knows. I, I spent a lot of time ranting last night. No, it's a different, it's a different uh, currency if everybody's freaking out right now. Thank you, Algo One. Oh, Jugi says, I just Googled John Pryor. Oh, let's, please share that. Because that's the defense, dude. So, okay, so going back to what they were reading, oh, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, so Nate, is, Nate Eaton is um, going back to what they said in court where he says one body was concealed in a particularly egregious way.
Renee Neetrop says evil. They don't care. They think the world is ending. They need to be on suicide watch. Seriously, they cannot die and escape like this. They're not going to kill themselves. They think they're gods. They're not going to kill themselves. But thank you. <laughs> thank you for your comment. And thank you for um, the super chat. But I don't know. You're right. They are evil. They don't care. They think the world is ending. You're right. You're absolutely right. So it doesn't matter to them. I don't think they'll kill themselves. I think they think they have work to do. And so if you guys are just joining me, Chad um, went to court this morning. Um, he, his bond was set at $1 million, even though it was requested to be at 50,000 per charge. So it's 1 million and um, there is a whole whack of conditions. There's nine different conditions as well. So, Court is going to be um, on July 1st and 2nd. It's going to be a busy week for the Daybells. July 1st and 2nd. And then Lori's on the 8th and 9th, I think. Yes, and it has been confirmed of JJ um, publicly so far. There's also a no-fly zone over and around the home of Chad Daybell as they continue into day two of the search. So um, there's a no-fly zone. Well, Nate Eaton got in there yesterday afternoon, so <laughs> no-fly zone today. According to others, people are saying Melanie P talked. That would be interesting. That 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 would surprise me. Yes. Um, okay. So yeah, the judge ordered that Chad not have any contact with family of the victims. Does that include Lori? Well. I would think. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that Melanie P. didn't know anything. I'm just saying I'd be surprised if she talked. I'm frozen. Maybe it might be your phone. <laughs> Oh, egregious, let me read it for you. Egregious means outstandingly bad or shocking. Appalling, oh, here's the similar words for it. Appalling, shocking, horrific, horrifying, horrible, terrible. They're talking, when they were talking, they said the manner of concealment and they described it as egregious.
No, the black, um, Beverly says, remember that black bag he had a hard time carrying out? It actually was the back seat of a vehicle. So we thought it was that, but then it ended up being, um, Nate Eaton did a closer look with the storage unit and it ended up being a back seat. That was the day on October 2nd that Brandon had his attempt made on his life and they saw that there was a back tire and they also saw that there was a back seat. Chad's wife, okay, his first wife, Tammy. Yeah, so Linda's ask, Linda Flannery's asking, Chad's wife was still alive at the time the kids went missing, correct? Yes, that's correct. So if you're just joining me, Chad was in jail this morning. He has um, been... His bail has been set at $1 million, even though Chad's lawyer requested it to be 50000 per charge. Um, and they're going to, to I was going to say they're going to jail. They're going to court on July 1st and 2nd. Woo, just before the world's ending. Madison County... Idaho attorney Rob Wood verified that the remains found yesterday on Chad's Daybell's property are believed to be those of missing children, J.J. Vallow and Tylee Rhinus. I just, as soon as I hear Tylee's name, I hear Colby, you know? It's just disgusting. And right on his property... And, um, yeah, I'm going to get that link for you if I can find it too. I'm on Nate. I, I really, I trust Nate Eaton too. Um, he's been holding off and Justin Lum. But I haven't seen anything about Tylee anywhere. Oh, Nova Noah Mana says, Justin Lum reported Melanie P. worked with FBI. Where did he report that on his Facebook? Because it's not on his Twitter. Why his backyard? Where did you guys say it was? I'm on, I'm, I'm on uh, Justin's Twitter. 29 minutes ago, Justin Lum says, we are still waiting for confirmation on the second set of human remains. But as you heard Rob Wood say, believed to be children, very sad day. So 
I'm not reading Tylee Ryan on there. I'm reading um, Well, Tylee went missing on um, she was almost 17 years old when she went missing. Lauren P says, sorry if I missed it. Did you talk about uh, Lori's alleged reaction to their arrest, see Plunder's video, if not? Um, I, I saw some people talk about it. Somebody emailed me about it, about her alleged reaction, but I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen anywhere else and I haven't seen Plunder's video on it. Julie Howman says, has Lori been charged with murder now? I haven't heard anything as of yet what's going down. You'll know if I hear from it. I can't find anything about, um, about Tylee yet. I, I don't. Um, not from family, not from anybody yet. I just know that they confirmed JJ. Melanie P has been cooperating with the FBI since March. That is what Justin Lum posted on Twitter two hours ago. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and then he also has, Rob Wood says it's believed the human remains are of children. So we don't have any of that confirmation. I don't know if that, because he did say on one of them was um, egregious manner. The manner of concealment was egregious. So I don't know. We don't know the particulars of that. He did refer to the affidavit. So we'll see when, once that is, he said number 39 and 40 from what I heard him say. Abby Lynn says, will they be able to determine the cause of death from the remains such a sad day? I don't know. I mean, they, I have no idea what they found. I don't know the condition. I don't know. Um, um, I don't know that those details. I mean, they're, they're, they're gone for an autopsy. So we'll see what it is, but it's just awful. Thank you for the super chat. Alyssa, yeah, my heart breaks too. Thank you for, thank you for that. Candy says, Tammy went to visit parents' time. That, that's, okay, so the timeline, let's talk about the timeline because you, know, you guys know I like timelines. 
Lizzie FTW says, what's the story of Melanie? Any links to previous videos? I have a whole playlist in the description. Ooh, uh, just go on my channel. You'll, I have a whole playlist and I am doing a Melanie versus Melanie video this week. Um, timeline, September 8th, last time that has been recorded that, uh, or seen, Tylee's been seen, September 8th. September 23rd, JJ. October, um, October 1st, Lori rents the storage unit. October 4th, Tammy goes to her family's house in Utah as urged by, um, and this is what I saw in timelines, it was an urging or prompting from Chad to go look or to go visit the parents on, on the 4th of October. By the 9th, Tammy had an attempt or, you know, the attempt in the, in the um, driveway. Something went wrong with the gun. And then 10 days later, she's dead. Doomsday for them is July 22nd. I'm wondering, um, I am wondering if that was the original spot that they were there or if they were moved. Yeah, lots of stuff happened October, right? October 1st, it all started uh, with the storage unit. And then they had many, many, many visits. No autopsy results for Tammy Daybell yet. Tylee hasn't been officially confirmed that I can see as of yet. Um, JJ has by the grandparents. Grandma, um, yeah. Kay Woodcock confirmed. Let's just see. <sighs> Sad day. I wonder about them feeling like they're gods now. It's disgusting. There was something I saw. Hang on and I'll try and read it. Um, I can say this now. Let me just find it, you guys. So remember last night we were talking about An Annie Cushing? Kimberger says, my favorite true crime channel. Thanks for being professional. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for the super chat. 
and, and Lauren says my makeup's always on fleek. <laughs> I try. I don't know. I'm not very good at all that stuff, but I try. Thanks for making me smile. Um, yeah, Sarah Adams, exactly. Says She said if he's Satan, he's a good one. Um, I had a quite a few emails yesterday, and Annie Cushing is um, Tylee's biological aunt. And she's Joseph Ryan's sister. That's Lori's third husband. And she actually... I want to read this to you because it was very sweet for JJ. It might take me a minute to find it. I got so many emails uh, today and yesterday. And a lot last night, so maybe this is more. So maybe I might not be able to find it. Um, okay, so maybe I will be able to find it. It just takes a minute, you guys. Here we go. So Annie Cushing, the aunt, says, R.I.P. little man, thanks for the drive-by hug and laughs. I'm sorry your short little life was marked with so much chaos, trauma, and heartbreak. I hope you're safe in your daddy's arms. Uh, so far, publicly, JJ has been identified. They do talk about kids. Um, and the charges coincide with the times both of them were gone. So, um, Sherlock Holmes says, if this was a film, you'd say that it's too far-fetched, but it's real life. Real people, so, so sad, feel sick to my stomach. Yes, I 100% agree. It's like, it's so crazy, you can't even make it up, but yet this is real life. And to innocent people, to innocent children, that would have been loved by anybody had their lives taken away. And you know what? Let's expand this. Charles had his life taken away. Tammy, potentially, allegedly, possibly, in my opinion, had her life taken away. And Charles begged for help. Come on, guys. What can you do to help me? Come on, guys. Help me out here. She's, she's not in a, she's nonsensical. Please help me. My kids' special needs, please help me. Where is his help? And then yet we forward time and Charles dies and there's 7,000 different stories given 
and Lori's smiling like an idiot and it's the most bizarre thing that the authorities have ever seen yet it's okay um so you killed Charles Alex just go home it's all good just call it a day you're good oh you said you gave CPR but you really didn't oh that's okay just go home Chloe says, I would love to know what Melanie B. has to say now exactly. That's coming. Thank you for the super chat. Um, right? And so now Alex goes and he, since Melanie Gibbs interview, I 100% believe in zombies. Well, there you have it. He killed Charles because Charles is a zombie and Heck no, he's not going to give CPR because you don't give CPR to people you want to keep dead. So BS on the CPR, like we've been saying. Oh, what's that? Brandon is dark? Oh, he's dark? I know what to do. Let's go take a shot at Brandon. Yet Lori's just smiling herself all the way to Hawaii, they're going to Disneyland. Don't you think if you're going to Disneyland, you would wonder, hey, where are your children? Why aren't you bringing your children to Disneyland? You're certainly not looking for them. Oh, that's right, because you killed them. I don't even know what to say. And Tammy had two attempts on her life, in my opinion. That's right, Kathy. Alex had no blood on him. He did not do CPR. He also didn't sound like doing CPR. My husband's been a paramedic for 16 years. I said, you know what? Let's just take a look. Like, let's just take a listen. Listen to what this is going on and him talking on the phone. Mr. Lynn is like, he didn't do no CPR. I'm like, exactly. In his professional opinion. Uh, Tiffany says, I will keep repeating until Linda reads what? Reads what? Yeah, CPR is, is hard work. You're not just going to be like, do, 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 you're, you're in the whole thing. So how can you do that? Talk on the phone and like push and not sound winded. There you go. Mom, mom, Zillion Nova says, my husband said the same retired paramedic also. Exactly. He didn't do it. And so why would you want to give CPR anyways to somebody who, who is uh, a zombie? They're not going to want to. Welcome to my crime ring to those who just joined. Thank you. And Colby says, thank you for the coverage the past few days. Thank you. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much for your support and being on here. Shelby says, can they deemed unfit to stand? I don't know. I mean, let the lawyers handle that one. 
but there's so many things in there now that they're putting putting it all together. And the Melanie versus Melanie thing too, Melanie Gibb versus Melanie Pulowski. I wonder what Ian's saying today. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Exactly. Blessed and highly favored says that too. You do not give CPR to someone breathing. <laughs> exactly. But he wasn't on there either. Yes, 3,700 people joining me. Thank you so much for being on here. So much has happened in the last two days. Um, on the upside, Chad's no longer walking around um, to wherever he feels like it. The downside is uh, JJ has been confirmed for sure um, by Kay Woodcock. They have been referring to children. Officially, we haven't seen Tylee Ryan's name show up. Um, but they have been referring to kids. And the charges... And the charges are um, congruent with the dates of each child. So, ch so Chad has been charged, um, I can read those out again. Let me find it. Just so you get the full meal deal. The first felony count in the criminal complaint alleges Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 8th, 2019 and June 9th, 2020. The second count says Daybell hid, altered, or destroyed human remains on his property between September 22nd, 2019 and June 9th, 2020. His bond is set to $1, $1,000,000 and nine conditions on bail. Nine conditions. Shelby says, sickest part, they think they're fulfilling God's purpose by doing this. Yep. Thank you, Shelby. Um, yeah, and she was even heard on her podcast saying about something about sacrificing with the kids and... Yeah, conveniently, none of Chad's kids are dark that we know of, but we haven't seen the chart. Conveniently, when you look at Chad's chart, everybody Lori had a problem with conveniently was dark. Well, we know Charles went dark. He wasn't originally dark on the uh, chart. Brandon was dark on the chart. Colby's wife is dark on the chart, I'm sure, because Lori had problems with her. I mean. Yeah, let's look at 
what was his name? John Pryor, right? Alexandra says, I knew they were gone when Lori gave away JJ's dog. Lori gave JJ's dog away at the end of August. Uh, Diane, recap, please. Um, Chad's property yesterday was searched from 7 a.m. His car was impounded. He got arrested. He's in jail. He uh, went to a hearing this morning at 11 a.m. He was charged with the two counts that I just read out. They have a penalty of five years each count. And they set his bail at $1 million. And the defense requested 50,000 a piece, but the judge said, nope, I'm setting it to 1 million and I'm gonna give you nine different conditions. Some of those conditions include wearing an ankle monitor, having no contact with the victim's family or witnesses, whether it's verbal, visual, um, text, email, phone. They said a couple other ones and he has to give the current address and not change it. Vanessa says, so very sad day. What is going on in the world today? It absolutely is. It's a very, 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 very heartbreaking day. And you know, I was thinking of Kay and Larry and and Colby um, because that means they lost um, Charles and then obviously Tylee went missing in September within months, right? I mean, JJ's body has been identified by Kay Woodcock. She confirmed it. There hasn't been a confirmation yet of Tylee. However, they do refer to the kids. And in court this morning, the prosecutor referred to the kids. And the charges that he has um, are um, coinciding with the dates of both of the kids. But we don't know uh, for sure at this point. Um, let's see what else they said. Andrea says, always enjoy listening. Thank you. And Sarah says, hard to live in a world you don't understand. Yeah. This is why it's so important. Just be kind to people. A lot of this, like, just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. And I just keep thinking about Charles going, please, like, just please. Yeah, JJ has definitely been um, identified. JJ's biological parents, bear with me now, Kay has a son who had JJ. But Charles adopted JJ.
Welcome aboard, Lucilla. Melanie Pulowski hires our new family lawyer. Hmm. Yeah, they're still searching today. Um, and there's a no-fly zone now. Okay, here we go. Jillian says, y'all, I'm a psych therapist. It is tough to get someone committed for a psych eval. From what I have read, the law helped Charles as much as they could by issuing restraining orders for him. Welcome, Jennifer. Okay. Um, I'll put the thing, if you want to become a member, that's no problem. I could do that for you. Just show you. I'll give you the link. It might be easier so you can stay on. Um, there you go. sec here you guys John Pryor convicted of battery in 2012 took a plea deal and sexually harassed 19 year old woman oh nice Thirty-seven hundred in chat. Thank you so much for joining me, Tiffany. I'm not too sure what you want me to read. I, I'm I'm trying to read a, thousands of comments. I keep seeing you say, "Please read," but I don't know what you're talking about. Read what? Welcome, Perla. My Twitter handle, um, I just started it. It's crime underscore it, I believe. <laughs> any name, any name says those million dollar insurance policies, same agent each time. I don't know. That's a good question. Really good question. Cooley Cool says, thank you for your answers, but isn't there satellite views to see when he buried them? I have no idea. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just Beth says, is there anyone Lori came into contact with who has not had their life ruined or taken? Love it if police led Lori to talk by tricking her with a deal. I don't know. Lori's ruined a lot. Um... She distanced herself from her, her from Colby, um, thankfully.
both those two, um, I have some choice words in my head that you've never heard me say. <laughs> I'll find, I'll give you guys my Twitter, um, link. I'm super new to it, so it's not going to be a whole lot there to look, but I will show, I will give it to you. Just let me grab it. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Coming in hot. There you go. Yeah, so. Uh, Amanda says, I'm so disgusted and have been from day one. Yeah. Yeah. After a while, I start, once I get into it, I start making jabs at them, you know? Okay. So when you guys tell me to look at my email, I have legit 50 come in just from this morning. So, uh, there's that. <laughs> um, Welcome, Jesse. How is it if Chad had a portal that he didn't see this coming, right? His pet, his portal's clearly broken. Okay, I'll give you guys again the... Okay, JoJo says, did any of her husbands die before she met said chat? Yeah, lots. <laughs> um. Lori's been married five times. Her third husband's dead. Her fourth husband's dead. And, well, now her fifth husband's in jail. Did they confirm the... Yeah, JJ confirmed. I haven't seen yet if, if Tylee is. Um, Justin Lum is quoting in court. He says, we have asked the probable cause affidavit be sealed, but I would ask the court to take note of paragraphs 39 and 40 and the manner of concealment of one of those bodies, which the state finds to be particularly egregious, both an aggravating factor and character. Yeah, JJ was confirmed by his grandma. Oh, 
USA confirmed 22 minutes ago, Tylee was found on Chad's property deceased. I would love a link or where you saw that. USA, I don't know what that. That's the best idea ever, ever. Robin says, can we use Chad and Lori as a pinata? Yeah, well, shaped of a ukulele in Hawaii. Oh, okay, you guys are now going on Twitter. So. <laughs> Seven billion places. Alex died on December 12th. Oh yeah, the Rexburg mayor. Um, I heard that last night. He said the children, right? But Yeah, JJ was. know who led them there um i don't know chef betsy says oh <laughs> angela lansbury chef betsy calls me angela lansbury um i broke my foot just heard this oh shoot sorry about your foot thank you for the super chat she always calls me angela lansbury it's funny Yeah, Mayor said that last night, I saw that right before bed, that he said that he said both kids. He didn't say their names. He said both kids. And at the very end, the reporter's like, wait, did you just say the kids? And he went, oh, and it cut off. I did see that. Yeah, the charges do have different start dates. September 8th, which coincides with when Tylee was missing, and September 22nd, which I find interesting because that's actually the day before JJ went missing. But I believe JJ was last in school on September 23rd. Tiffany, Tiffany says, Justin Lum said Mel P helped. Did he say that on Twitter? Did he say that on Facebook? I have had a not a good feeling about that girl for a long time. Yeah, it's really hard when there's 3,500 people in chat. This, the chat just scrolls so quickly and I'm, I try and find it and it's really hard. It's really, really hard. I 
especially because I'm taking my eyes off and I'm trying to look for information then I come back on there. So it, it's hard. Um, I'm just doing another refresh here. Yeah, I can't slow the chat on my phone, unfortunately. I've, I've taken it up with YouTube. I've said to them. Yeah, um, Rick Yee says uh, the mayor would be, uh, the mayor would have been one of the first people to be told about the outcome of the findings so he basically leaked information without knowing yeah he th he did thought um you did see him go oh shoot you know have it not been you know okay they did confirm tylee the actual name I mean, at this point, they're saying kids, and... I can't even imagine Colby. He was angry before. Can you imagine now? Okay, Rexburg. Idaho, East Idaho News. Yeah, they said both of them are children. They're referring to the kids. Amanda says, USA article I found from today says human remains of children, not of the children. Also says authorities have not confirmed identities, of course. What do you need, buddy? Okay, you can go get paper. Okay, no, not over here, sweetheart. Um, I can't remember. Can you give me a couple minutes? No. Give me a couple minutes, okay, buddy? Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. I know I, I, I just, I'm a mama bear. Don't want him around on here. Um. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's hard to see, right? Here was a hot flash again. Whew. Yeah, JJ is confirmed. There we go. 
Um, Chloe says, prosecutors apparently said the remains were found, found were of the children. Article posted about 20 minutes ago. Thank you for that. Um, East Idaho News, Madison County Prosecutor Rob Wood says, although these remain, those remains have not been positively identified, we are aware that these remains are the remains of children. Of children. Yeah, children, not the children. I mean... Thank you, Amy. Yeah, it's confirmed JJ Vallow by Kay Woodcock. We haven't seen actually Tylee's name. I really, really feel like I want to wait until I see Tylee's name. Not that, I mean, it's looking like it, but I just feel better if, you know. And technically when Tylee went missing, she was 16, almost 17. Her birthday's on the 24th of September. She would, she would be 18 this September. That, you know, that's a really, uh, Bilge Pump says, really, why didn't she just give over custody of JJ to the sister? Well, really, why didn't she just let Kay and Larry take care of JJ? They wanted him. She went missing, well, she was last seen on September 8th. And JJ the 23rd, which was a Monday, because um, he went to school that day, from what we know. So it's interesting in the charges, it started at September 22nd. Now here's the thing. September 22nd is a Sunday. That's the same weekend Melanie Gibb was in Rexburg. So she was there from the Thursday to the Monday until the 23rd. And that's the same weekend that um, she that Lori told Melanie Gibb that JJ had become a zombie was that weekend. So Melanie Gibb was there. Um, she saw JJ. And from what we understand on the timeline, September 23rd, that Monday, he was in his school.
Melanie Pulowski, niece of Lori Vallow, hires new family lawyer in custody battle with Brandon Boudreaux. Pulowski has cooperated with FBI in case of missing kids. Dina says, do we know if they were killed on Chad's property or killed somewhere else and moved to his backyard? Good question. We don't know that yet. Yeah, Crazy Noodle says, I'm going to make a timeline laid across my living room floor. You might need a little bit more room than that. All my videos, if you want to see the Lori Vallow um, playlist, I do mostly timelines. And then I go back once I learn more and fit it in the timeline and dig and dig and dig. So there's lots and lots of videos you guys can see in my playlist. I think I made 30, 30 some odd ones. You guys are awesome for helping me. Jennifer, yes, um, it does. You see the little siren beside your name? That means you are part of the crime ring. So it worked. <laughs> As you go along in a month, it'll turn into a little magnifying glass. So I'll get you guys, if you, if you guys, I know a lot of you have seen my videos, but a lot of you haven't. So I will give you my playlist so that, you know, after this, you guys can go and dig in deep because I do dig into a lot of the videos and I start exposing the timeline, expose, wait a minute, this person said this, this person said this, like my Melanie, uh, Melanie, Melanie versus Melanie video. Um, I have uh, coming up here, it's the same thing. Wait a minute, Melanie Gibbs said this, Melanie Pulowski said this, let's put this together and see what it is, so. I'll give you guys that playlist. And then you can watch it when we're not on here. Give a like on this video. If you're liking the live, live streams, I am upping my game. There's going to be more sharing screens. I have to get an extra uh, thing for my computer now. So this month will be up Linda's live stream game on It's a Crime. So please give it a like on my, <laughs> on my video. I would really, really appreciate that. And subscribe if you haven't done so already as well. Because i am come out with a lot of videos. And in, our, in my membership... I do uh, some extra things as well, so. And thank you so much for your guys' support. I mean, it, I just super appreciate you guys. We have really high vibing people and I, I really do appreciate that.
Uh, can I link to my merch? Yes. You should be able to see it underneath here. Um, um, let me just check on. It, it should show underneath my videos. If not, I can give you a link straight to my actual store. If you just signed on and you need an update, um, Chad went to Chad went to a hearing this morning at 11 a.m. The judge has put a one million dollar bond. Um, it was requested fifty thousand per charge from defense team, but uh, prosecutor requested one million, and judge says, "Yeah, one million dollar bond." and with nine conditions. One of them would be uh, ankle monitor, no contact with victims, families, or witnesses. That includes verbal, visual, text, email, and phone. Um, and he's to stay, he, he's to give a current address and not change it. And so here's my merch i'm just adding a new uh merch this week and i have let's get into it you know how i always say that so people were requesting that quite a bit so i did have that made and i will be putting that up as well welcome to those who signed up on my membership yeah, Christy Jones says, thanks, Linda. It's bad news. However, it's good that they found them, especially for the fam families. That's it, right? It's, it's, uh, they have their answers, but it's horrific. And I, I just, I don't know what to say. I, I feel so, so bad for the families. They would happily have taken JJ and Tylee. Maui Girl says it's obvious they didn't care about getting caught since Doomsday is July 22nd in their opinion, yeah. Uh, people are saying press conference. Is there a press conference now? Welcome aboard, Rosemary. Um, wow, hey, you guys, this is like a roller coaster and a half. Dana, Dana Christina Art says, you are wonderful at reporting. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, JJ was confirmed found. They're calling it the kids. Not Sorry, they're calling it children. Um, I'm just hesitant to report Tylee Ryan at this time because it wasn't confirmed yet as her name. There are some indicators that it is her, 
um, especially with the charges and stuff. But I'm just like, before I, I just really want to see um, that confirmed before I say their name. Even though the mayor said the kids last night um, about the children or something like that, he said. And I just, I just really want to know that first before I say it. You know what I mean? Yes, Candace, I can see it. You have a little siren beside your name. That's awesome. <laughs> so recap, I'll do a quick recap one more time. Um, Chad was in jail. This Chad's in jail, obviously. Chad had a hearing this morning at 11 a.m. And the judge had set his bond at $1 million with nine conditions um, including an ankle monitor and no contact with victim's family witness or witnesses that includes verbal, visual, text, email, and phone. And they had a couple, they had quite a few, they had nine and that those two, um, counts have a, um, penalty of five years or $10,000 each. They have confirmed JJ, uh, Kay Woodcock confirmed JJ. And that's, and the court date now is set at July 1st and July 2nd. Yeah, the mayor did do a video last night and, um, he kind of let it slip and you can see it on his face there. Yeah. Um, Marlene says nobody mentions that one of the remains have been handled in a terrible way. Was one of the children's body burnt? We don't know, but they said, uh, the prosecutor was saying the manner of concealment was egregious and, um, so it's not good. Janice says, hi, I've upgraded to you're doing great, Linda. Thank you. So I'm not sure um, if there is another press conference right now or not. It's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster again, I think, today. So I'm going to give it a few more minutes here and then um, I'll come back. Possibly, I do have an appointment this afternoon, so I'm not going to be able to sit all, all with you, but um, yeah, East Idaho News will um, will have it, and so with Soul Justin Lum, I may even post it just in the community post. Um, I thank all of you guys for being here with me yesterday and today and all of us being together to hear this. It's, it's hard to hear that, especially people who really follow the case and, you know, we really care about where the kids were, where were they, where are they? And, um, this puts a little bit to rest, so to speak. And if it's both of them, um, as it sounds, it is, but if it is, I mean, both of them are going to be able to be respected um 
and have a proper respectful burial. Um, so I'm just disgusted at his behavior. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. Welcome, Kat. So um, let's just give a bunch of hearts in the chat right now, if you could, please. That would be... Uh, Priscilla says, has anyone heard from JJ's bio parents? No, not that I know of. Thank you for the super chat. I, I, I'm not sure um, what, what that is yet, but... Look at, the, yeah, thank you, you guys, to put the hearts in there. I mean, we're going to send some love their way, and now Charles can take care of JJ. That's been confirmed, and um, possibly, Tylee, we don't know yet. There you go. You guys are flooding it with hearts. Thank you very, 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 very much. I was showing some love for them. And I am going to go eat. I am going to go, uh, well, I got to go to an appointment, then I'm going to chill. And I'll keep you guys updated and um, possibly through community post or whatnot. And I will be doing more videos. Watch for the Melanie Gibb and versus Melanie P, Melanie Pulowski. I'll be doing that. And I'll be digging onto other stuff here. I may do a little, tell me what you guys think if you want me to do a little video basically to recap everything so you're not watching six hours worth of live stream. I can do that as well. Um, and we can go from there. Okay, that's a yes. Okay, awesome. Because I can make it easier and you know how I like to organize it and um, and do that. And then you guys can quickly come on to it. There might be more info too. So once I get the more info, I can put that together. And, and we'll go from there. All right. So thank you so much to all of you guys. Thank you to the moderators. Thank you for spending time here. Um, thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the crime ring, all my new memberships and my regular members. And to all of you guys, you guys are, are, um, everything without you guys, there wouldn't be, it's a crime. So thank you so much. And we will see you soon. Have a really, really great day. Go do something nice for yourselves. That would bring you joy. I think that's all needed today. And send love to JJ and Tylee's family. Bye, everybody.